my dad i know how you feel about men my father is a fucking gem he's a gem he's a gem of a man i would never say anything negative about my dad but uh but there's always a but with those guys you know (laughs) i decided the other day that there's guys and then there's men i love guys i love dudes guys and dudes fucking great with me men suck it easy So um, when the whole Casey Anthony trial was going on, you know, the the bitch who killed her fucking daughter, um, he walked, I'm like living back at my parents' house for like the umpteenth time. I like, I constantly moved out and moved in as I was navigating my. I learned on the internet that that's called a revert. (laughs) Oh, well, I was reverting for like the seventh time. Well, in, in Italy, men live with their mothers until they're like well into their 40s and they're called mamones. And it's like very well accepted. Um, anyways. In America, so, men live with their mother in their heads for their whole lives. And they're called serial killers. Um, and they're called men. So my dad tells me that I look like Casey Anthony while the trial is going on. First no, of all, you don't. She looks like, first of all, no. Like a, first of all, she's messy and I have amazing full lips i look nothing like casey anthony but it wasn't a physicality i think my dad saw something in me that reminded him of me which is scary and then they've just seen me the first time since i've cut all my hair off and i was just showing them and i was like look i cut all my hair off and he just goes oh and i was like what he was like nothing and then when I just asked my mom, I'm like, who do you think he was going to say? And my, my mom just asked him and she said, uh, P- Patricia from House of Gucci, which is another killer because she's accused of killing fucking, what's his name? Like she's a- accused of, of killing uh, Mauricio Gucci. And so my father thinks that I'm a murderer. He's told me I look like two females who are killers. I mean, I suppose... This only really matters depending on who you kill. If you kill an innocent child, go fuck yourself. If it's like a Romeo and Juliet sibling rivalry shit, like, do I care? Am I upset with you? Do I'm I not, not upset like you? With Patricia because she's like this glamorous Italian. Like, what did duh. she kill? Like, what she? It was her brother, right? Or was it her husband? Who was it's it? It's her husband. Yeah. So she married okay. into the Gucci family, and then supposedly she had him killed. But anyway, so like, yeah, whatever. Like, but like, isn't that the vibe? Like, kill or be right, killed? Like, 
I'm totally like I'll be a Sopranos wife. Like I'm totally into this like Italian. Oh, I would have made a great mafia wife because whatever the fuck we're doing is none of your goddamn business. And if I am in love with you, I will protect you to the death. Ride or fucking die. Okay, Goodfellas is my home movie. FYI, Joe, Joe Pesci's temperament in that movie. <laughs> I had years I, I think I'm I like, am Joe Pesci. Ooh. Like I think I'm yeah. Joe Pesci. No. But anyway, that's, so um, that's what I'm saying about myself. I'm not. I'm not offended by Patricia. I'm offended. You know what? By Someday Patricia. they're gonna play this back in court, and they're gonna. This is how they're gonna pin us to a murder. So I just want to. I just want to state that um, I am a gentle flower bottom who would never harm anybody for real. <laughs> Can you please put gentle flower bottom on your uh, motorcycle jacket? Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, guys. So um whether or not you celebrate the holidays, that's on you. I have not celebrated them for years. Um, or I just don't care. I don't care about holidays from a religious standpoint. IMO, if you're participating in Christmas, you're participating in capitalism. Ain't nobody I know celebrating this day for the Lord. This is about fucking presents and food. And today I participated in capitalism Christmas. To my benefit, because I got a moped from my estranged father, which I love is fucking presents. I open the shit out of presents. I love presents. Also, I also appreciate that he got us a project to work on. I also appreciate that it's a mode of transportation because I want a I want a Vespa, uh, but I don't want to pay for a Vespa. I want a moped that my dad paid like 400 bucks for, <laughs> which I think when it's all said and done, he paid way more, but nonetheless, we're going to work on it. It's going to be very cute. And I want to say it here and now we're going to have a biker gang called the Hex Angels, which the my dad Angels, also came up with. It's fashion and function. Your, your dad is contributing. This is very interesting because my dad also sent us an email today after listening to Andreas's episode. Did he send it to you or did he send it to Confessing Animals? No, he sent it to me, which I will. I, I'm gonna, I was going to forward to you and Andreas because, like, you know, my dad has a ama- Okay, this is my favorite thing. My dad loves giving suggestions. This is his thing. And uh-huh. so, but what really made me happy is listening to Andreas's episode made him think he wrote down the name he's like look i got some ideas for the titles of two poems not for me but maybe it'll work for you and so he gave me the titles of the poem and he kind of gave me like these little metaphor descriptions along with like his idea of thinking and it just made me so happy because it reminded me of these little like moral stories he would lay in bed and tell me when i was a kid and like i love that he's listening to our podcast like yes he, he fucking loves My mom Aaron said McGrain. she's listening to our podcast. Who knew? I didn't know. She told me tonight. She goes, I love your podcast. And I was like, you, you never mentioned. We have listen. to have moms on the podcast. Like, I think that uh, would be amazing. I would like for somebody. I really like this color on you. I do too. I'm surprised by it, right? It's not my vibe. But Everything about you right now is like you you seem like a very transformed woman. You're like you're very you're giving me bet vibes. I'm loving every second of this. Nude nuance matte Maybelline, I think. I think it's Maybelline because I think they make one of the best lipsticks out there. I bought Kylie, it's fine, but like this is the fucking lipstick of my dreams. Maybelline. It looks great on you. And you know what? It's very moisturizing. Do you know what I mean? You ever get lipstick and you're like Oh God, I'd love to wear this color, but my lips look like the fucking Sahara. 
It's the well, worst. Well, I always thought I was allergic to lipstick because it made my lips so dry and cracked. So now I have to put on chapstick and then the lipstick, uh-huh. and that seems to work better. It does work for me also, but this is a lipstick where you don't have to do that. So anyway. Well, that's brilliant. Thank, I just I just spent like thank $25 you for the, on like some French lipstick. Anyways, back to the email. I'm going to forward it to you because, Papa, it was really beautiful. I loved the titles. I loved the metaphors. And I loved okay. that listening to our podcast, like, inspired him to, like, think like write down these poem ideas like that's like also papa please write us a poem we will read it on air and the same the same goes kimberly harris you can write a poem and and text it to me i believe in you please um but i i do i have popisms well they're called ricoisms so rico rico (laughs) is my father We, we probably mention him a lot but um i have work i have a document called words of wisdom from rico and um He's just full of, he's full of great shit. This fucking, he's a national treasure. This man's great. <laughs> he's, he's a national treasure and he's, he's uh, the nearest and dearest on this podcast. And that's all there is to it. My and kid. he made, you know, he, he, my, my parents are incredible. You know, they made me and you're welcome. And this is why we're all here. And uh, here's what I think. <laughs> Watch out. I, a, here's what's, and what's I've gone dark. real. I know. Did, did your Ashley trip over your light? Yeah, this is this is a game we've been playing for a very long time called There's a Chord. <laughs> I know, right? It, especially in your environment of recording, because uh, I've never, I mean, I've always had a studio of some sort, but that studio could be this the other half of a living room or the I other side of a desk. garage. Oh, hello. I could sit at my desk, but then like you get everything in the background. I like this view because no one's in my background. Do you know what I mean? So... Mm-hmm. Maybell's really good about going under the cord. I'm sorry, babe. I should have warned you. Maybe also, watch where the it. fuck you're going. <laughs> um. So, um. Anyways, Rico's great. We're great. We're here. We're doing this. Listen, I'm taking suggestions for next year. So that's really the point of this podcast episode: is that um, we're done. We did it. We were. We made a whole year of podcasts. A total of, I guess, 37 episodes. But who's counting? Plus a shit ton of trailers, which were basically just conversations we had that were only funny for about 30 seconds. Um, I'm really proud of us, and I'm really grateful to the people who have listened to our podcast in this last year. Yeah, I'm I'm really proud of us. I'm I'm really grateful for our Patreons that consists of my mother. And um There are no no hold on. <laughs> I wrote it down. We would like to thank Haley, Laura, Mama Rico, Aaron, Stephen, Nicole, Heather, and Paula Jen Harris, who <laughs> may or may not subscribe to her own podcast. Vanessa. And I realized that I was an asshole because I didn't support my own podcast. But then you I was like, you know, I'm very old school. I'm like, you know, the band's not supposed to wear their own merch, but now, of course, the band wears the fucking. Why merch. wouldn't like, there why, be? Why a, do you wear no, your own you merch? wear you wear your merch. So when people look back at their photos and they go, "Who was that opener?" They fucking see your name on your shirt. Get your marketing shit together. I know. I'm so confused. Also, the meta. Oh, wearing your own shirt. It's like an infinity mirror. <laughs> well, I, I love it. And in, in high school, so I, I I was dating a shitty boyfriend, of course, because that's the story of my life. So he wouldn't go to prom with me. And now that I think about it, he probably just didn't have money and I feel really bad about it. Anyway, so my best friend, Davin, took me to prom instead. And mm-hmm. Davin and I, like, 
after prom party, you're supposed to wear like matching outfits. So Davin and I just wore shirts with each other's faces oh. on it. Like <laughs> we went to the mall and just like, you know, did fun. Oh, things. I love this. Like, oh my God. Davin's fucking awesome. And I recently um, reconnected with him. Um, but you don't understand. Davin drove me to school. He, he. Is he gay? I, no, 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 no. But he was like never. He's the only man who has never, ever, ever, ever tried to even remotely touch me in any possible way or have any kind of romantic relationship. He has been my friend since junior high, like straight up my friend. He's like, I know too much about you. So Davin does not find you attractive. Is that what I'm hearing? No, Davin doesn't find me attractive. And he was like, I wouldn't touch you with a 10 foot pole because he knows I'm a dirty hugger. Um, But Davin was was my best friend. I actually got to meet him at at my uh, ex-best friend's wedding. Anyways, I recently... He, I found him online or something like that. So it was nice to see him. He has a child now. He, blah, 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 blah. But anyways, it reminded me of that. Um, I don't know why I brought this up. Do you want to make t-shirts with our faces on them? I mean, that's really kind of the whole point of it. Like just, <laughs> and I then we can that... make our puff paint jackets to go with our mopeds. So okay. you, you need to you need to somehow produce a equally as old as mine moped that costs you less than a thousand dollars. I'm gonna go to like the. Uh, Don't get a cute one. That's not fair. You have to go with me. You have to get a shitty old one like I'm doing and sex it up with stickers, or you can ask your mechanic father to paint it for you in the driveway when this is all said and done this 2003 honda elite is going to be bubblegum pink and i'm going to gay it up all over casey mo oh my god i can't can't wait wait for this all right my my new my search is on i'm going to start searching we're going to do this together i'm so excited about this i'm also excited hex angels you heard it here first folks so we kind of know what we're doing in year two, but before we talk about year two, for real, we have to say thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for making this year what it has been, which has been nothing short of extraordinary. Thank you for listening to Vanessa and I talk to each other through the pandemic and allowing us to involve you in those conversations. We've talked about some incredible things, and I feel like we've talked to some remarkable people. And I'm I'm really grateful for the way we've spent this year. This has been incredible. I- I've never made art this long with somebody. No, I like, it's exciting that like, you know, you were my teacher and you became my friend and you became my creative collaborator and we had this idea and fucking, we just did it. I'm really proud of us. And I, our fucking guests have been extraordinary. We've had amazing conversations. Fucking thank you for listening to us. Thank you for just like fucking jumping in with us. Cause like, you know, we're very much just like, Hey, we talking shit, what's going on? And like, you know, everyone just kind of showed up and fucking did it with us. And it's been incredible. They did show up and do it with us. And I think that's the thing that I love the most about the art world, right? It's like, if you want to know how to become an artist, you start spending your time with other creative people, whatever degree of creativity Uh, the people around you are immersed in is kind of the like median degree of creativity you'll find yourself immersed in right like and I've never had a creative community and like when I first moved here I was like how do I penetrate the art Mm -hmm. institute force field and it wasn't but you've had a but you've had a creative community with your partner you had a creative community in New York but like Kansas City yeah and it wasn't until I got my studio residency at Charlotte Street Foundation's shout out and and when I joined your group that I was like okay like 
this is a, I, I didn't know I needed a group. I didn't know this is what I needed. And, and I think this podcast kind of grew out of like the benefits that I kind of like got out of you as a teacher, out of writing the writing workshop KC as like this fucking incredible group of people, like just like showing the fuck up to write. Um, it's been wild. Like I cannot believe 2021 is over. Like I just like, I, it's still 2019, end of 2019. Like we still just started the pandemic. Like everything. Dude, I know 20, 2022 is like 10 seconds from now. And um, yeah, my brain is still like in March of 2020, you know, like I'm, I'm still seized up in all that. I'm still like, We're like I kind of feel like I have a very, almost. when, when, when is our generation not been lost? Millennials have taken a beating since the dawn of time. I was thinking about this. I was, was I 15, 16 years old? So 14 and in 2001 when we saw um the twin towers fall like it's just like hey let's start your adolescence with a with the death of 3000 people televised and then a war and then you know we're just going to really fuck you from there though? it's been fucked the whole fucking time okay so i graduated in 2001 i had met these guys Quentin and I can't remember his name. Anyways, like we met him at a nightclub one night. We're hanging out, you know, I'm 17, 18. I'm just graduating. And I remember at the apartment having this conversation, just like one of them was like talking shit, like, oh, we were talking about Aaliyah. And like, I wonder if like we'd recognize Aaliyah if she was just like walking down the street or something like that. I don't know. We were talking about Aaliyah and then we were talking about how our generation, like, well, we don't have war. There's nothing going on. Literally, Aaliyah dies and then 9-11 happens. And we were like... It, it completely changed our whole lives. Like, well, and, and now and we all recognize like Aaliyah was basically sold to R. Kelly and like that whole situation is tragic. It's like, mm, this is all bullshit. Everything is garbage. Yeah, this is the moral of the story. Uh, everything is garbage except Confessing the Animals podcast and um, <laughs> and a few other people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just no, I just mean no, to say joking. it's been it's been hard since the beginning. And I think that this generation of people that are carving out creativity and trying to just believe in themselves when there's no certainty, when there's no stability against all odds, we just keep facing and facing and facing this struggle. And I recognize the struggle is relevant to the level of privilege and access, et cetera. I am not trying to say that we have had it the hardest by any stretch, but I do recognize that you can only experience to some degree uh, what your culture allows you to experience. And I would dare to say that this has been fucking difficult. Yeah. And this is the lens that we've just been experiencing our life through, right? Like this year, you know, I mentioned, we talked about this earlier, you know, 2016 was a huge loss for musicians. We lost Prince, we lost David Bowie, then later Leonard Cohen. And and now we're ending this year, like all within like, almost, I think it's been the same month, Bell Hooks, Eve Babbitt, Joan Didion, like. This well, is, and also, you know, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, this is the lens that we're viewing our life through. So it's like, you know, we can put up these arbitrary, like, generations and age and whatever, but it's just like, it, you know, things are hard. Things have always been hard. Things will always be fucking hard. Like, I don't think 
This country's against you, everybody for themselves. <laughs> right. But like, this is not necessarily new, right? No. You know what I mean? Like, what is new is that we're going through a fucking pandemic and nobody wants to fucking do anything about it. But, you know. Well, and the thing is, is I don't think nobody wants to do anything about it, but it's really, I was watching, um, I think Jim Gaffigan has a new comedy special out, Comedy Monster, I think is what it's called. And it's like, you know, we spent all this time really, those of us who quarantined, quarantined, and then, you know, you got your vaccination and you're like, I'm free. And then we're like, oh, I can't go back in, but also I'm not the same as I was before you know, like I'm just everything is different and nothing, nothing is really set in stone right now. This is a whole very revolutionary time. And I hope that people see it as such. I hope they treat it as such. I hope that you unionize and you negotiate for raises and you get what you expect out of the world going forward. And I hope that people are kinder and better to each other and that we change things that really fucking matter. You know, I hope I that we and on a very better on a in the very, world. Like- on a very simple, simple scale, like if there's something you want to do, just fucking do it. Like Jen and I literally were like podcast over like a random chat one night in, in, in the workshop. And then we just fucking did it. You know what I mean? Like, you know what we're doing, there wasn't really any plans. Like we just like, okay, we, we searched a little bit like what, you know, the, um, what do you call Buzzsprout? Whatever platform we were going to distribute. You know what I mean? But it's like, the fact is, there's there's two options. You either fucking do it or you don't do it. And and if there's something that you're wanting to do right now, and if there's some creative idea bursting forth in you, like whatever it is, like, do it. And it's like, because I always have this idea, it's like, oh no, I have to have like this special space. Or if this happened, then this. And if, th-, you know, but like, the reality is, like what I realized over these past two years of pandemic is just like, I just did it. I did it wherever I was with whatever I had and, and nothing else mattered. Like I, like I made a new best friend and I love you so much. And we just fucking did this. And like, look at like, it's just fucking, it's beautiful. We did. And where it goes from here, we have some ideas and we'll probably change the format a little bit. We're not going to put so much pressure on ourselves. Cause the thing about this is, is we've done this for free for a year. We're basically for free, right? Thanks. Patreon. We love and appreciate you so much. These wonderful people who are supporting us, but it's nothing. You know what I mean? It's a lunch. That's what it is. Yeah, and it it's keeps, like it keeps the bus sprout fee paid. <laughs> right. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't acknowledge any of us paying ourselves. It doesn't acknowledge the amount of technology and time put into this, even on our shittiest sounding episode. I there's know. a lot of time and energy put into audio. it. Listen, yeah, do we don't have control over everybody's out. audio. Oh, that's true. But I do want to give a big shout out to um, Ashley Rain, my partner, who is a phenomenal singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist. Again, another national treasure. I, I, I have a thing of collecting national treasures in my life. There's only a couple of them out there. And um, he gave us custom music for each fucking episode. He did. We got these incredible interviews that people came on here and they did for free. Uh, people who are winning awards and traveling the world and writing incredible, groundbreaking, beautiful shit. And Ashley's composing music for us every episode and we're doing our best with the audio otherwise. And we're writing shows and we're contacting people and we're booking them. We're editing this shit and we have loved doing it. But now we go into a second year and we're going to work smarter and not harder. Yeah, we want to And we're going to have more intentional conversations, maybe a few less conversations so we can go deeper. Um, 
but we'll be back in the spring. Just enjoy your winter. Catch up on the past episodes. Uh, keep an eye out for the cool shit we plan on releasing to you in the meantime. And yeah, we're really going to focus yeah. on like highlighting like the amazing fucking episodes we have of all of our guests. I know not a lot of people have seen the full unedited uh, videos on Patreon. So it's like we really want to we're going to push this like we're going to show clips from our conversations. We're really going to highlight the special moments from each guest that we've had. And hopefully you guys will just like during this break, like have a chance to catch up, fucking listen to these episodes, dive in, think about your own creativity. Think about like what we want to do going forward. You know, email us if you want to be on the show. Let's see what happens. Fucking love feedback. Tell us what's going on. Just shoot the shit. We love positive feedback. I'm not trying to listen to your complaints. (laughs) I you got don't nothing else to add. Don't tell me what to do. It's, <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do. Like, don't tell me what to do. I'm not trying to. I just want to have fun and make art. Thank you for making art with me. I love you. Thank you for making art with me. I love you too so much. And Congratulations on our first year. We did it. We did. All right, y'all. Thanks it. for listening. And we'll be back. Bye. Dance the tired dance around their heads of doom. I've laughed the tired laugh at faces around the room, but still my heart beats faster. Resting place.